The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. To a Wednesday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Wednesday episode is free to everybody because of my bookie, guys. Go there. Football season is right around the corner, and you want to gamble on football, so you want to do it in the best online place possible. They have prop bets. They have uh, win totals. They have in-game betting. They have everything you could want, and they have the best customer service of any online sports gambling site. Go to mybookie.ag. Sign up right now, and you get a 50% deposit bonus. That's right. You put in 1000 you get 500 right, nice, right now, extra on MyBookie. Just use the code HAPPY25. Once again, go to MyBookie.ag. Use the code HAPPY25 and get a 50% deposit bonus. Do it right now. Terms, yes. and, condition, do, terms and conditions apply. So when uh, Cam Newton gets benched at halftime against the Saints and you want to double down on your bet, uh, now you do, it, yep. do it, baby. Do it. In-game, it's beautiful. So, Wednesday, we mean, you know, we, we're kicking around topics, and we're not going to lie. Like, we we are content-creating gods, and we give you a show every day. But as we get closer to the training camp, we want to save our training camp preview, like the individual positions as we get right near training camp. So, we're, we're kicking around topics. And I thought of a good one today. Here's the question I have. You know, we talked about the offseason. We talked about Bridgewaters. Drew, Drew Reason is going to retire. Is he going to decline and all this? And it's every topic. But I got to thinking while I was sitting eating lunch, Andrew, how good does 2019 Drew Brees have to be for the Saints to win the Super Bowl? His lowest quarterback rating ever with the Saints is 89. Uh, he's had seasons, you know, where he's, in, he's thrown 22 interceptions. He's had the magical 2011 season. Excuse me, but how good does he have to be in 2019 for the Saints to win the Super Bowl, in your opinion? So it's interesting. You know, when you ask this question, my mind immediately goes back to the year the Denver Broncos won when their defense dragged Peyton Manning's decomposing corpse across the the finish line. And Peyton Manning was so bad that year that they went to uh, Brock Osweiler for a little while, and he was worse. I mean, literally, Ralph, you could have played quarterback and handed the ball off that year. And I think the Denver Broncos would have won the Super Bowl. That's how good they were defensively. Uh, The Saints do not support Drew Brees that way, unfortunately. So, you know, he can't be a corpse. Like, he has to to perform, I think, at a high level. I think if you look at how he performed last year, I would say for the first really three quarters of the season, he was playing plenty good enough. And really good, but as the offensive line started to deteriorate, I thought Breeze's play declined along with it. And so, I, it's funny in some ways. I almost feel like it's how well does the offensive line have to play is maybe even a more salient question than Breeze because if the Saints have injuries on the O line like they did last year, I think ultimately that's going to lead to bad play for Breeze. Breeze is not going to decline. Mentally, I think if you talk just about reading a defense, preparation, all that stuff, like that's going to be the last thing to drop off, right? So I still think 
you're going to get we can count on definitive elite preparation and and all that stuff as far as that's concerned as far as making the throws and stuff this isn't that hard for breeze you know a lot of it these days is is just short throws to michael thomas dump off to camara uh you know i don't think jared cook being on the team really makes things that much harder for him in terms of throwing it so I would almost answer this question and say it's really not about Brees. It's about the offensive line and how much time they buy him. Yeah, I mean, my thing with Brees is as he's grown confident in that defense, he's changed the way he plays. I mean, you know, he had YOLO seasons in 2010 where he was throwing 22 picks, 15 picks, 20, you know, even in the 2011 season where he threw 46 touchdowns, he still had 19 interceptions. Like, Drew Brees, he wasn't on the level of a Brett Favre, gunslinger, gambler. People don't think of him that way. But he was like that, you know, when the Saints offense needed him and he was throwing for 5,000 yards. Drew Brees would would put the ball in crazy spots. And a lot of times it was out of necessity because he was like, shit, we are down down 24 to 7. Like, a punt ain't going to get it done. Right. A punt is a turnover. (laughs) A punt is a – what what was your what was your saying for the Saints? Every time the Saints kick a field goal, when their defense was all world bad, I said that it felt like every time they kicked a field goal, it felt like a punt, and every time they punt, it felt like a turnover. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> so Drew Brees was in that like it was a joke, but it was true because Drew Brees was in that mindset, right? But the last two years, like he threw five picks last year, and I don't know if that can, you know, that's just a lot of that can be attributed to luck, but a lot of it's not. Like, he didn't throw a lot of passes last year where you're like, oh, yeah, that should have been kicked. But he, he had confidence in the defense, so it was like, okay, a punt is – Yeah, punting is okay. Yeah. Punting is okay. So his totals are going to be – his totals are going to be down. So I'm just wondering, like, is a 2006 Drew Brees, like where he throws 27 touchdowns and has 8 to 11 picks and his, his rating is like 90 – four to 101 like is that going to be is that going to be cool enough to, to yeah. get them where they need to be yeah I think so because you talk about the running game now Latavius Murray replacing Mark Ingram is a little bit of a question mark for me so you know that's going to have to he, he's going to have to step up and show that he can fill in that void uh, the offensive line's a big one for me because you know I just talked about how that ultimately dictates how Breeze plays but you know that also supports him with the run game um, but I, I think this team is, is very talented. You know, they're not Denver Broncos good defensively, you know, back when they dragged Peyton Manning to a title, but, um, but they're very good. This team is very balanced. They're good on special teams. The kicking game is excellent. Um, the defense is solid. Pass rush is good. Um, so I, I just think when you look at all this, Breeze doesn't have to throw for 5,000 yards. He doesn't have to throw yeah. for 35 touchdowns. Um, I think if he's just kind of what we saw last year, which is an efficient player, um, you know, that's middle of the road in terms of passing yards. And, you know, as, as long as he's efficiently getting the ball to his playmakers, this team is talented enough that they can win without him going gangbusters. So, I, you know, I, I don't the, – the path hasn't changed from last year. In fact, I think he could even dip a little efficiency-wise from last year, yeah. and this team can still win. And, and one thing with, you know, Denver, they dragged Peyton Manning's corpse. One thing with them is as great as their defense was, and it was, it was an all-time great defense, and Peyton Manning, his legs had given out by that point. The one thing with them, they had a really great receiver in Demarius Thomas. They didn't have anything else. The Saints have Michael Thomas. They have Kamara. They have Cook. 
You know, so they'll have. Yeah. And I think Sean Payton is just a better. And they have Sean. And, and they have Sean Payton. Yep. And they have Sean Payton, who I just think is a better offensive game plan coach than Kubiak. Kubiak was okay, he's okay and nice, but Sean Payton is brilliant. So I think they can figure out the decline as long as Drew Brees is not some sort of horrible injury where you know teams realize hey he well, can't. The thing, the thing is, if he is horribly injured, they still have Bridgewater and they still have Taysom Hill. So yeah. that and, and Breeze would fear. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Theoretically still be in the building, help them with game prep, help them with identifying matchups. You know, so yeah. I, I think this team, regardless of what happens with Breeze, is going to be in a pretty good position um, you know, obviously the division remains to be seen. The, you know, how does Bruce Arians, how, how does that whole thing go with Tampa Bay? Are they any better? Do the Falcons rebound? Um, all the talk has been about this new throwing motion with Cam Newton. Does that change the game at all for the Panthers? So those are all things that remain to be seen. And I think there stands to be the possibility that the NFC South will be more competitive and more difficult this year. But um, we'll have to wait and see there. But I just think, again, with Breeze, he, he can't be awful. He's still going to have to play his efficient self. So there can't be a seismic drop-off where I do think the Saints will suffer, and I, I, do, yeah. I do think they won't be able to go where, where they need to be. But if he can kind of maintain what he was last year um, and then just, again, be his efficient self, trust the defense, special teams, and running game to support him, uh, then I think it's fine, and it all kind of comes back to me, offensive line health. That was, and I know that we kind of think about the Saints losing that Rams game. We blame it on the official, and it all comes down to that. But the reality is, the Saints would have still had to go into the play into the Super Bowl and beat the Patriots. And the way their offensive line was playing, and the, as banged up as they were, it was no given that they were going to win the Super Bowl yeah. against the Patriots, and that really was a liability in the Eagles game, which they barely won. It was a liability against the Rams and blame the officials all you want, but I think a better offensive line doesn't make the game that close. And, and so I think if they can play better and have better health, you know, and just have better luck in terms of just being, you know, having longevity throughout the course of the season, 
I think that's what's going to be most important. So I look at the offensive line. I mean, if you ask me the biggest question mark besides receivers not named Michael Thomas, I'm not that worried about that because I still know Jared Cook and Kamara are going to do their thing. So like, even if the receivers end up garbage like last year, I'm less worried about that than I am about defensive tackle right now. To me, defensive tackle is the biggest question mark on this team because Rankins is gone. Davison is gone. That The defense last year was tremendous against the run, and that was kind of the one thing they hung their hat on. And we just don't know. I mean, we think Malcolm Brown's going to be an upgrade. We think Mario Edwards yeah. could be a decent, like, role player. But to me, on the interior right now, that's the biggest question mark for the Saints um, because if they're not as good against the run, um, then that could be something yeah. difficult for them. And I think, you know, not to bang on the stat nerds too much, but, but you know, people say Bill Barnwell and those people, they're like, ah, the run, the run doesn't matter. It's a passing league. Run defense doesn't matter anymore. And I sort of go – old school for a second on this is like, no, it still fucking matters because teams would go against the Saints and be like, like Pittsburgh at the end of the year. Pittsburgh was like, we're not even going to try. We're not even going to try. And if, if you go in the game and you can't run on the Saints, the Saints are like, okay, they're not, no one's going to run on us. We have the second best run defense besides Bears. You're not, you're not running on it. End of story. So it makes teams one-dimensional. And, yeah, they might get you some. Overall, you go if the Saints can 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 replicate that and keep that run defense in the top eight, that's a huge advantage every week when they go in, and it just makes life easier on Breeze because you know they're they're less likely to give up chunk plays, and you don't look at the scoreboard thinking, oh my God, they're just they're just chewing us up to death. I have to I have to press. I have to do this. So I think that's a huge thing. Uh, my thing with Breeze is he just needs to be. Workmanlike, and the main thing is, can he keep the turnovers how it has been the last three years, where it's fifteen, eight, five? Now I don't think five is doable, but if he's in that under 30, ten, yeah, yeah, thirty touchdowns, less than twelve picks, and in his normal sixty-eight to seventy-two percent completion, it's fine, and him and Sean Payton will figure it out. Um, so I think I think the Saints are in a really good. Spot. And at the end of this podcast, I think the thing is, you know, they still just need Drew Brees. You can almost pick any of his years from 2006 to 2018. You can almost pick any of the years besides the high, high interception totals, and it'll be fine enough for them to win the Super Bowl if everything else is in line. You know, you can, you know, even his, even his, the only one I wouldn't pick is the 2010 one. Because twenty-two interceptions, whew, that's a lot of picks. I, I, I kind of maybe I just kind of wiped that from my mind of two thousand ten, all the picks he threw. But, um, but that's that's where we are. And again, guys, this this episode is free. And Andrew, we're less than a week or two weeks out from camp. And let me tell you something: the Times Picayune people are gone. Uh, they, they've trimmed down their stuff. You're going to have less people doing Twitter updates. We are going to be on that shit when cool stuff happens at training camp and a guy looks awesome or something bad happens we're gonna be up and posting a podcast talking about it no one else is gonna have that and all it costs is seven bucks a month and you're you're probably gonna get uh, andrew i don't even want to know how many podcasts we're gonna be doing during during training camp and we're gonna going we might be going two a days at some yeah we might be going two days like the team and also we are going to be do we do post game during the preseason 
We do that shit during the game. Wait, the there, there, there are no more two-a-days for the players because they have oh, the yeah. CBA. The CBA yeah. knocked that out. So there's no CBA for our podcast. Yeah. There are no, no restrictions. <laughs> no, there was no restrictions. So you might get be getting two-a-day. You're going to get day of the preseason game. You're going to get a preview. And we'll do a post-game show. We don't know if we're going to do it live or we're just going to tape it and post it. But it'll be up right after the game ends to get your Saints fixed. And you're going to want that, dude. And it's $7. We're basically – you're basically robbing us because during training camp, you're going to be paying like 10 cents a podcast. So do it, sign up, get your koozie, get your magnet, get your other cool stuff that we have planned for August, which we'll let you know as soon as it's finalized. But guys, this one's free and we will see you again tomorrow.